This is the 57 Catch Up Podcast, and it's your boy Dre, and today's topic is about how to check your ego. I know you guys are wondering why the co-host is not here, but he decided to cut ties with the podcast uh, due to personal endeavors that he has, so, you know, the show must go on, so let's get into the topic at hand. The topic is about how to check your ego, how to check your ego. Um, Now, according to Duke Health, uh, there are like nine symptoms of narcissistic personality disorder, which, like I said, ties into ego and, and not being able to check ego because some people don't don't really have the capacity to check their ego. So the first sign of it is a sense of self-importance. Number two is the preoccupation with power, beauty or success. Number three is entitlement. Number four, can only be around people who are important or special. Number five, interpersonally exploitative for their own gain. Six, arrogant. Seven, lack of empathy. Number eight, must be admired. Number nine, envious of others or believe that others are envious of them. Which I think it pretty much sums up the symptoms because a lot of people that I've been around have at least one of those symptoms or at least one or two of those symptoms Uh, sometimes I probably had certain symptoms of that too, of like narcissistic personality disorder. But for the most part, you know, I've always been, or for, I'll say for the most part, I've, I've been pretty like selfless and more understanding of others. You know, I am an empath, but at times I've been selfish. I've been egotistical and, and braggadocious at times. But other than that, you know, I'm pretty much solid in the way that I do things. I don't want to sound like I'm arrogant now by saying this, but I'm just saying if you've been around me, you'll know that I'm always going to be understanding of other people and what they're going through. I'm never going to be judgmental in that way. Um, Let's see. Let's break certain things down with narcissism. Um, You know, how do you know if your ego is in control? So this is according to Forbes. Uh, Your ego is so crafty. uh, You don't always know when it's taken over. If you find yourself relating to the following points, it's likely that your ego is at at the will. Okay, let's see. It's likely at the will. You feel intense jealousy when others succeed. You have a persistent need to be right during arguments. You place a lot of emphasis on winning at all costs. You're eager to jump in with your idea, but are slow to seek input from others. Yeah, that pretty much sums up, you know, the signs of like, you know, uh, not keeping your ego in check. And I have to admit it. Sometimes my ego got the better of me um, because we all do. It's nothing wrong with having an ego to some degree because it does protect you from harm or potential harm. Because, of course, we do it because we don't want to be hurt in the process. We don't want people to hurt us. We don't want people to, you know, disappoint us. So we do it to kind of like protect ourselves from the wolves, which is understandable. However, when you let it take control of you, it can become problematic in a lot of ways. Uh, let's see. Let me give another. Let me see. What's the breakdown? Uh, uh, I want to go into another article. So um, I would like to go into this article from the insider saying there is a difference between being mentally strong and simply having a big ego. And here's how to tell the two apart. <laughs> Okay, what a big ego does is that it refuses to ask for help. So a big ego insists on being completely self self reliant or self sufficient. It will it will cause you to think that you know more than everybody else, and it will prevent you from asking for a helping hand. 
Uh, being mentally strong, however, involves a willingness to ask for help or expertise or skills or resources for assistance. And at times I would say that, you know, I plead the fifth because there have been times in my life where I resisted help because I didn't want to seem like I was helpless or seem like uh, I couldn't do anything on my own. Um, yeah, I mean, all of us go through those phases of thinking that, you know, we got everything under control. But in reality, we need to start asking for help. It's nothing wrong with asking for help from time to time. Uh, if you need if you need help, just be brave enough to say that you need help. It doesn't mean that you are less of a person or less capable just because you need help for certain uh, with certain things. It just means that you understand that we as humans or we as people in general, we're not going to always be good at everything, you know, uh, and I feel like all of this stuff of like, you know, being hyper independent and all that, that has it that has a that has a downside to it. Um, and this, and, and nobody's saying that being independent is a bad thing. They're just saying that what I'm saying is that being independent can have good and bad qualities to it. It can have pros and cons. And just to bring awareness to this whole thing of not needing help from anybody, you know, don't let your pride get in the way because sometimes we do need some help and it's okay. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay to say, you know what? I need some I need somebody to, you know, help me along the way with this or with that. I need somebody's expertise. I need somebody's skill set. I need somebody's resources. It's okay for to do that from time to time. It's just it's it's humanly impossible to be all the way independent. It's just, you know, that's just the way that, you know, we are. We're not wired to be 100% independent. Okay, um what's another sign of a person with a big ego? Uh, a big ego denies weakness. So when you have a big ego, you will avoid being vulnerable at all costs. You'll dodge anything that might expose a perceived weakness. On the other hand, uh, mental strength allows you to acknowledge areas where you struggle, whether you're not good at math or have difficulty with public speaking, uh, rather than waste energy trying to hide your weaknesses. You can choose to accept them or get help with them. And I agree with that. So a lot of these people, you know, with um, big egos, you know, they don't want to appear to be vulnerable because, of course, they see that as being weak. You know what? To be honest, I plead the fifth. Ah, I plead the fifth on that as well. It's very difficult to admit that you have weaknesses, especially as a man, because, see, growing up, you know, as male, as a male, you know, being, I guess you can say, Oftentimes, we don't have the space to point out our weaknesses and to even tell people about our weaknesses because we don't want to appear to be less manly, you know, because our manhood is always dependent on like or contingent on uh, how strong we are, how how well we can perform in many aspects of our lives. But I'm like, OK, it's good to be a performer to some degree, but sometimes we have vulnerabilities and it's OK to really kind of open up about that acknowledge that you have areas where you struggle um a lot of times you know people see people talking about their struggles as like you're complaining about this you're complaining about that but it's just to express how you feel this is probably the reason why so many people have a hard time communicating is because they refuse to open up about their struggles and open up about you know the things that they're not good at that's the problem we need to really change that as a society uh, change the whole notion of like not opening up about our weaknesses. Uh, what's another thing? Okay. A big ego declares that failure is not an option or not an option. I'm sorry. 
Uh, a big ego will cause you to think that you can't fail at all. Uh, you might insist you are going to forge, yeah, forge ahead no matter what at any cost. Um, let's see what's another thing. Okay, so the mental strength part of it is that, okay, the mental mental strength will help you recognize that there is always a chance you might fail, but you'll know that you're strong enough to uh, handle failure. Yeah, you. Sometimes we have losses. It's okay to have losses. It, you know. A loss is a loss and you have to accept it and move on. I mean, yeah, there have been situations where I've dealt with losses and it was hard for me to get through those those losses because, you know, of course, we want to make people think that we are going to win, win at all times. Um, it's impossible for us to win every time. That's not that's not the reality of life. The reality the reality of life is that you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. Okay, imagine like, okay, being on a basketball team. Sometimes your, t your team is going to lose. Sometimes your team is going to win. It just happens. It doesn't mean that you're a failure or, or just, you know, a loser just because you lose sometimes. It just is a part of the whole process of being human. You know, like that's the thing. That's just the thing of, you know, life throwing you curveballs from time to time. We're not going to win everything. And that's okay. It's okay to not win everything or win at everything because we're not good at everything. Look. I can admit I'm not good at everything. Now, I might be good at certain things, but I'm not good at everything. And I can admit that I can admit that if it's somebody that's better than me at something, I will I will, you know, leave it to them to do certain things that I can't do. Now, if it's something that uh, I'm better at than another person, I would expect them to come to me about, you know, a certain uh, thing that they may need to get resolved or need to get solved. If you know, especially if I can solve the problem for them. Um, I'm just saying in that context. Yeah. Okay. Let's see. Um, what's another sign of a big ego, a big ego hides mistakes. Mistakes are embarrassing. And when you have a big ego, they can't affect your self-worth. So you'll put your energy into hiding them. Being mentally strong makes it easier to own your mistakes. You'll be able to admit what you did wrong. And this is the key to learning from your mistakes. So you don't repeat them. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Um, a lot of people want to hide from making mistakes. Look, we all make mistakes. You know, we're human. It's, it's humanly impossible to not make mistakes. Now, you can learn from mistakes, but you cannot avoid making mistakes. Uh, I've made a, I've made a, a smorgasbord of mistakes in my life. You know, even though, like I said, I'm close to being 30 and stuff like that. I've gone through a lot of my life and I've, you know, made a lot of mistakes even during childhood um, that, of course, I'm not proud of, but I accepted it over time. I, I've accepted my mistakes and I've learned from them over time about how people are, about how I how I am and how I should, you know, evolve as a person. So it makes a lot of sense in terms of like accepting mistakes that you've made, uh, because admitting that you're wrong about something takes a lot of courage. It takes a lot of courage to say, you know what? What I said to you was wrong and I apologize. I truly apologize. And I need to, you know, and, and, and need, it needs to be genuine. It needs to be a genuine type of thing where you're not um, just doing it for brownie points or doing it to get in people's good graces. But you're doing it from the heart where you're saying, like, look, I'm going to change my ways. I'm going to, you know, apologize to you through both action and through talking to you or communicating with you about uh, about me, you know, uh, making up for my mistakes in terms of doing you wrong or maybe saying something you didn't like. Uh, and I think it takes a, it takes a lot of courage for that because, see, 
that's the that's one of the um what's the word i'm looking for i guess that's one of the um difficult things to do as a person is to admit wrongdoing or admit that you're wrong about something because look i am not always right about everything you know i can admit i don't know everything i'm not right about everything and i can say you know what you know we can you know what can we do to solve this because i'm a solution-based type of person so whatever mistake i've made to you know whether it be towards an individual or even like just towards how i'm handling certain things i'm always thinking like how do i bounce back from this how can i bounce back from these mistakes i know that some mistakes might be more severe than others but the thing is is that i feel like there is still a way to solve those mistakes even though you can't take back those mistakes you can pretty much bounce back from them and learn from them um and that's the thing i feel like you can do to become the a better person than you've ever been uh let's see what's another sign a big ego insists on never quitting i get i get the whole thing of never quitting you know um i i've had that you know mentality myself of like I don't want to quit, you know, because, you know, quitting is for losers, but sometimes quitting might be a good thing. I know that's the unpopular opinion, but quitting sometimes is a good thing because it's all about your health, whether it be your mental health, emotional health, physical health, spiritual health or whatnot. It's all about, you know, do what's best for you. You know, if something is not right for you, you have every right to quit whatever is going on uh, at that time. Um, so when you have a big ego, you'll you'll refuse to quit. You think that quitting is a sign of weakness. Yep. I, I agree with that wholeheartedly. So when you're mentally strong, you'll recognize that sometimes it doesn't make sense to push forward. Whether your business is losing money or you're or you've injured yourself halfway through the race, you'll have the strength to walk away from things that aren't good for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, my thing is, is that, you know, sometimes it is hard to walk away from things that aren't good for you, even though, but well, I'll say for instance, when it comes to a job, right? Uh, if you're getting paid well with a job, but it's making you miserable. A lot of people have the habit of like sticking to that job because they don't want to lose their financial stability. They, they feel like, well, I got to put bread on the table. I got to, you know, survive and stuff. And I get it. I, I get that whole thing. But sometimes when things are not for you, you have to learn how to let it go. You have to let it go completely because when one door closes, another another one opens. So opportunities are always there out well out there for you. You know, just because you might quit one job doesn't mean you can't get another job. You can always bounce back from those things. Sometimes it might take time for you to do that. You know, I know along the process or, or just in the meantime, you know, you might uh, be kind of questioning yourself or questioning like your situation, like everything. I mean, of course, at times things can get uncertain. Things can be a thing of, in other words, what I'm trying to say is that sometimes you might doubt certain things. You might say, I don't know what to think right now. Like, am I going to be able to bounce back from quitting a job? Am I, am I going to be able to bounce back from this and from that? you'll always find a way to do that it's just that it's all about having the mental fortitude to you know overcome those obstacles because of course i've gone through that myself i've gone through the whole thing of like oh well uh by me quitting this or by me quitting that or just not uh being a part of this anymore is affecting this is affecting that of course it's scary at first it's scary quitting things that you know you felt like were benefiting you at first uh but in reality it was making you miserable and you you know might feel like well where can i you know land like where do i land with this situation but yeah i mean it's all it's always going to be a way for you to kind of resolve that uh it's just that you really have to be patient at times 
uh let's see what's another thing a big ego focuses on what others think so when you have a big ego you'll spend a lot of time worrying about what other people think you'll just do anything to be held in high regard even if it means compromising your values i agree with that wholeheartedly um and there have been times where i felt that way too i had you know over the time well, what i'm trying to say is that over the years my bad over the years i had to learn how to just let the opinions of others go now i know it's hard i know it's kind of hard because we live in a society where you know you're judged by a lot of things that you do or a lot of things that you present to the world and it can be hard to um you know to really be yourself in a world where it's is where in a world where you, people are made to put on a facade where they cannot be who they really are look you know and and this is the reason why it stresses you out a lot of times is because it's like you can't really freely be who who you are in front of them a lot of times i, I mean let, let's keep it real i've been in situations where i've been around people where i felt like i had to walk on eggshells i felt like i couldn't say anything i couldn't do anything because it'll come across as being inappropriate or it'll come across as this or come across as that and of course i mean i'm a person that likes to respect people i you know i have no issue with that but it's like i want to freely loosen up like i, I the thing is is if i'm communicating with you if i'm having a conversation with you or if i'm trying to interact with you i don't want to feel like i'm walking on eggshells i don't want to feel like i'm in bondage with you i want to feel like i can freely say what i can what i want to say around you without any type of oh let's not say this that's off limits this this and this and that is this and this is whatever now i understand i understand boundaries i understand that we need boundaries as people but we all need to acknowledge the fact that we need to be able to freely speak the way we want to speak now i know that in some instances sometimes it is best to keep your mouth shut but i will say that when it comes to expressing yourself in terms of like how you feel about a certain situation you should never bite your tongue for anybody when it comes to that, because if something is not right for you, you need to speak on it. Um, and I have learned to do that over the years because over the years, I mean, because uh, at one time I used to not express myself well. I used to be just kind of like tight lipped about, you know, how I feel about certain things and uh, and not really letting people know, like, yeah, this bothers me. That bothers me. And I just cared a lot about what other people thought. Like, oh, if I say this to them, they're going to, you know, think that I'm this. Or if I say that to them, they're going to think I'm that. And I had to just let that go. You know, sometimes you just got to let the opinions of others go. I know it's a process. It, it takes time to kind of let things go in terms of people's opinions, because, of course, people's opinions are going to always be there. You know, people are going to say what they're going to say. We can't control or micromanage or macromanage what people say. People are going to say whatever they're going to say. People are going to always gossip about people. That's that's just a part of life. That's just a part of like the whole human ex ex a part of the whole human experience is that you're going to get people saying a lot of shit about you because, you know, that's just what people do. The thing is, it's, it's not about what they say to you or say about you. It's more about how you react to that. You know, if you want to react to it in a way of like, you know, just getting angry. Now, I understand that us being human, we get angry when people say certain things that are hurtful. But at the same time, we have to learn how to let that go because you got to think about it like this. These people, the people that are highly opinionated, like if you look into their lives, their lives are no better because they are not really doing anything with their lives when you when you look at it like like what are they really doing to change the world or what are they really doing to really change themselves and you know and really become the best person they can be most of the time these people are just insecure and they 
project a lot. They project their insecurities a lot on other people. They deflect from what they're going through. So it's easy for them to, you know, lash out and say certain things that are hurtful towards other people. Now I understand that we all judge, you know, I've done that myself. I, you know, sometimes I said certain things, you know, uh, in certain circles about other people, we all do it. You know, and sometimes it was out of concern of the of the person uh, that we were talking about. And sometimes, of course, it was out of like ill intent. And that's just the whole thing of us not being perfect. And the thing is, is that I had to learn to check myself with that. You know, of course, when when somebody's doing something that is odd or something that is of concern, then, of course, people are going to talk about it, you know, including myself. I think there's a difference between being concerned about people and literally putting people down. I, you can be concerned about people's situation, but putting them down is another story. That's another thing that you're doing. But it's a lot of people in this world that love to put others down to fill up, to feel like they are better than everybody else. And this is the reason why they can't get anywhere is because they have this false sense of of being superior. That is a form of narcissism. So there's a lot of people out there that cannot control their ego or not, you know, just check it. Make sure, you know, you are highly aware of the way you're treating people or the way that you are, um, you know, being a, I, I, what, what I'm trying to say is that be just highly aware of like what you do and say around people, because being aware of things really makes you uh, an evolved person. Um, but I know it's, it's easier said than done for certain people because certain people might have a hard time, you know, really, um, making sure that they are highly aware of what they say and do around people. You know, it happens. Uh, it happens sometimes, you know, some people are just that way, but you got to leave them where they're at. Um, and that's just the thing. Uh, let's see. What is another thing? Well, I guess the mental strength part of it is that when you have mental strength, you'll be more concerned with your character rather than your reputation. See, of course, people care way too much about their reputation instead of their character, because your reputation and your character are two different things. Your reputation is all about, oh, what do people think of me? What is this? What is that? At some point, you got to say, look, my character matters way more than my reputation. My reputation is just temporary, but my character will always be with me at all times. Uh, let's see. Another form of a big ego is that a big ego denies pain. So when you have a big ego, you'll insist that nothing, nothing ever bothers you. You'll deny feeling sad, hurt or scared. Um, I've been around people like that. I've been around people that, you know, really try to deny the fact that something bothered them. And a lot of times uh, I was around people where I asked them, like, what was wrong? Like, was it something I said? Was it something I did? And some of them were like, you know, very what's the word I'm looking for? They were very, you know, um, I guess you can say um, they were not forthcoming. They were not forthcoming in how they really felt. So they were like, oh, I'm good. You know, uh, no, you didn't offend me. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. But then it's like your body, your body language is telling me that you are offended by what I said, because clearly you look like you're, you know, upset about what I said about you. Like if I said something and stuff like that, you can check me on it. You can say, you know what? You crossed the line. And I can admit, okay, if I said something to you that you did not agree with, especially if it was something pertaining to like 
you felt like you were bullied by uh, by me or whatnot, you know, let me know. Let me know that you were bullied. Let me know that what I said to you was wrong. Uh, but see, some of these people, they tend to just cover it up as if they don't go through pain. I'm like, that's not humanly possible. People are going to go through things. We're going to be go through some pain, you know, including myself, including myself. I, nobody should try to deny pain. If you're going through some type of pain, let people know. Let people know that you're going through some pain. Uh, when you have mental strength, uh, you will acknowledge normal human emotions. You'll recognize that emotional pain isn't a sign of weakness. It's proof that you're human. And you allow yourself, um, you know, to experience difficult emotions so it can help you heal emotional wounds and give you more appreciation for the good times in your life. And I agree with that. I agree with all of those things, um, you know, ad admitting or acknowledging the fact that, yeah, I mean, we're emotional beings. Sometimes things hurt us and that's completely OK. That's completely OK. And we should not be afraid of like keeping it real. You know, um, I acknowledge people who keep it real when it comes to, you know, the pain that they go through or just anything that they're going through, because we all go through it at times. We, we all struggle with our own demons and things like that. So. Yeah, it just makes a lot of sense. Uh, so I want to go over like 25 ways to kill the toxic ego that will ruin your life. Um, and this is from the from medium.com. OK, adopt the beginner's mindset. I agree with that. Uh, focus on the effort, not the outcome. That's number two. Uh, let's see. What's another thing? Well, I mean, let's see. Where can I? I thought I had, I thought I had it with me. Uh, let's see, where can I, um, well, I mean, I guess I'm not going to go over the, the 25, um, ways to uh, kill the toxic ego. I mean, pretty much, you know, I pretty, I, I pretty much summed up everything in this, uh, podcast episode. So I'm going to end it here and, uh, we out of here. Well, I'm out of here. Bye.